Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap for Season 8, Episode 1, titled Keeping It 100. My name is Joe Batance, and I am joined by two amazing co-hosts from the podcast Dubious Intent. Welcome back for our second season, Daniel J. Brewer. Well, well thank you, uh, Joe Batance. Thank you so much for, for welcoming me back. I feel very welcome. Uh, it is, is a lovely evening here in Connecticut. Uh, it's very spring is in the air. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8 has started. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed a fun night out at the bar watching it last night with a bunch of people. I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. So You're ready to talk about it. I am. It must have been a really fun night because I, I, I talked to Daniel Lee like, I didn't, I didn't go to work today. Because blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know what the I'm like, oh, I don't know what happened last night. Okay. And from the podcast pod is my co-pilot, the newest addition to our team. Please, Daniel, you're the only one here. Yes. Give a warm welcome to Taylor the Latte Boy. I well, hello. I welcome yep. thee. Thank you. Thank you. Courtesy. I feel as though with this week's final episode of Downton Abbey, the season ending immediately falling into RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. I've I've reached an arc in my life that I'm not sure what it means but i'm 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 happy to go along for the ride are you just yeah. are you it's just, a show about endings and beginnings yes yeah you're hoping that like uh what somebody's to, to see you know uh, uh what what is it what are they, when they replace we replace rupaul like carson like basically like uh rupaul's hands start shaking and then like uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have to like use carson cressley as the new rupaul or whatever after they fire him That'll be great. Yeah, yes. this is like it's like an inside downtown. Yeah, it is really honestly. We've gone into the weeds here. We're in downtown Arby's yeah. territory here right now. So oh, yeah, right. let's get to the show. And that's what I bring to the show, bringing us into the weeds <laughs> within the first two minutes of the episode yeah. of the new season of downtown. I, and yeah, first two minutes. We're, and I'm like, I've never seen downtown Abbey. I'm like, what is what is he talking about? Uh, um, RuPaul's Drag Race has returned with 12 brand new queens in a very familiar format. <laughs> this week, the queens saw a return of the photo shoot mini challenge along with a main stage challenge that celebrated the 100th episode by revisiting some of the favorite runway challenges from years past. Almost every queen worked really hard to be as annoying as possible, but in <laughs> the end, Layla McQueen and Nasha Lopez won the challenge to place the bottom two. After a pretty standard lip-sync battle, Layla was forced to stay another week while Nasha won a free ticket back home to Puerto Rico. Ladies, any initial thoughts on the episode? I I don't know about you, Job Dance, but I think uh, Ornasha has grown uh, since she was just a, a small headdress on top of uh, the queen back in uh, season five or six or whatever. Wasn't Ornacia the name of the of the fake head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On what's oh. her name? Anyway, it was our, it was oh Ornacia. Oh my god, I went so hard. I didn't. I didn't even think about that joke. That's a good joke. <laughs> that was that was, that was in here. <laughs> I think we need to workshop that next yeah, time before we'll we actually. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I like Nasha. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I thought she did a great lip syncing job. I think her only real crime was that last outfit, uh, and her t- her picture was horrible. But y- the one thing uh, I found fascinating about Nasha, she said the word quasi three times in that episode, and none of them were used correct. It was just kind of like, I'm gonna just pull out all of my quasi best moves or was just like really i don't think you mean quasi there it's like are you doing a quasi leg split now it's just mm-hmm. like uh <laughs> anyway well she's, she's quasi simple i think she's would quasi. be the easy <laughs> way to look at that well, if, if she Daniel, had a, if she had a motorola phone she could be quasi moto oh my god so horrible anyway daniel i'm shocked to hear you say this because now actually this is a perfect transition will you please play the file called don't listen <laughs> <laughs> there's a file here called don't listen i am going to play it we all agree that layla mcqueen's probably going home first yes oh, yes. yes 
I think it's Layla or Nasha. Yeah, Layla, Layla, oh, I'm sorry, Nisha. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Nasha. Yeah, I don't think oh, Layla. Saying, I think Nasha before Layla. Wow. Okay. There you go. That I, was up from episode that, zero. I That's pre- very cool. It is very cool. You know what else I said in that first episode? I believe I said I'm not going to like kimchi. I, I think I even may have it, it implied that she was going to be the ginger minge of season eight for me. Mm-hmm. Completely turned it around. Yeah, I I, agree. I am now a kimchi fan because I, everything I was worried about kimchi at the beginning, uh, you know, she won me over with her 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 jokes and her her makeup was flawless. Her outfit was great. I thought her attitude was great. I, I'm a, I'm a kimchi fan now. So I'm and the Clydesdale stomp that she did down the runway that definitely <laughs> is something that would win anybody over. Well, you know, she's in character for everything she creates. Well, her character was Baby Huey because that's what she looked like coming down the runway. You know, I was reading the Reddit subreddit right before we went on the air uh, about, uh, some, you know, some of the queens host their own viewing parties in their hometowns. Ooh. And uh, Kim Chi had a viewing party last night. And I guess some of the tea she spilled was that she was lying to the judges when she said it was intentional that she just doesn't know how to walk. <laughs> and that she's made fun of about it a lot. But she didn't want to make it seem like that was by accident. Uh, well, like every previous season of RuPaul's Drag Race, one of the most exciting moments is to see the drag queens walk into the workroom for the very first time. This year, the honor of the first queen to walk in goes to Naomi Smalls, who did her best job to leave a big impression. I am Naomi Smalls, and I am 21 years old. Check your lipstick before you come to me. Naomi is a tall glass of water. She has legs all the way up to her asshole. I got my drag name from Naomi Campbell and Biggie Smalls. Right. Okay, this is going to be the start. This is actually not even the worst one. But did you guys feel like everybody, with the exception of a person who I think is going to win the whole thing, everybody had to come in with their dumb catchphrase? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which we will talk about in the next one ad nauseum <laughs> when it's my turn to talk about the next one because we'll, we'll just get to that in a minute. But, yeah, I don't understand why you come in and say, check your lipstick. She's walking into an empty room. Right. Who is yeah, she talking there. to? Well, let's Stupid. be let's be fair. It's not an empty room. There's sound people there. There's camera people there. So, okay, but she's not going to be lip syncing against the boom guy. Perhaps she is. We don't know. Did you see how sad the uh, the the uh, oh, the stage managers looked yeah. on Untucked when they said goodbye to uh, um, whatever her name was? I've already forgotten. It's not Nisha. No, let me no, no Nisha stayed. It was the other one that went. No, no, no Nisha, Nisha left. Nisha left. Oh. Layla McQueen was the one. Layla McQueen was the one that stayed. Wow. Then I was wrong. Yeah. Then Layla is the one that said quasi, not Nisha. See, I'm, oh. I'm so confused here. They're they're, they're very confused. Wait, so that do not it. listen means I was right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it meant the whole time. I was saying like, oh, you changed your See, opinion. I, now I thought that uh, you guys uh, were right. Oh wow, okay. That'd be really See, I'm confused. Put in a, Here's a, a this is me such a, right, right? But that is such a problem, right? That, that is. Any reality shows, like those first few episodes where you're trying to mentally juggle 12 people that you literally have only seen clips of. On, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. I think, f- you know, four episodes down the road when we kind of know them better, you know. And we, they all kind of blend together. Yeah, at this for, point. You yeah. know, the Asian one. <laughs> well, there's three Puerto Ricans and three New Yorkers this year. So that's half there's the not, cast right there. There's not three Puerto Ricans anymore. Well, that's true. There's uh, yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, you know, what's so funny, though, is I was actually putting it because we nailed not only did you nail who, got, who went home, but we nailed the bottom two. That's yes. true. We did. Yeah. So, um, and they're not even bottoms, and we nailed them. No, I, I don't. I don't. Oh, that's such that a was. I, I can't believe that joke's going to stay on the show. It's going to be a, a stain on the show forever. <laughs> edit that one Speaking out. Speaking of yeah. stain, next comes Cynthia Lee Fontaine. She's making her entrance. How you doing, Miss Amores? Do you want to see my cuckoo? <laughs> my name is Cynthia Lee Fontaine. 
How are you? I'm from Puerto Rico, but I live in Austin, Texas, y'all. Like, oh my God, the room is huge. <laughs> Fantastic. So my cuckoo have a space. <laughs> I need a space for this junk in the trunk. Okay, Taylor. Yeah. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her. I hate her cuckoo. I hate that she's using the exact same jokes that she tried using or the, it's, it's saying that she used in the Meet the Queens video. Mm-hmm. I hate the weird accent. I hate the hair pulled way too tight. I hate the fake silicone butt. I hate everything about her. I was going to ask. I want her to go home. I was going to ask. Both of you speak more Spanish than I do. I mean, but uh, is cuckoo Spanish for like bad, like, uh, you know, butt line or something? Is like, because it looked like really bad pads until in Untuck we learned that she actually like uses like filler, but it gumps up occasionally. And I guess it was gumped up at coming in there. Because her ass looked really weird and like, you know what I'm saying? It looked like really badly cut foam inserts. Yeah. yeah. Well, like most, uh, any language that several countries speak that language, they always have different words for dicks and asses. Mm-hmm. So I know like in Mexican Spanish, it's culo, mm-hmm. but then you have like related words. They all sound sort of close. I wouldn't be surprised if cuckoo or something like that is in Puerto Rico. I don't know. I'm sure our Puerto Rican fans will let us know. And I'm only but- Spanish by injection, so I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. In his cuckoo. In my cuckoo. Know, yeah. Here's what I don't get is, I, I've never met a Puerto Rican who couldn't say Puerto Rico. She was like, Puerto Rico. Like she didn't say the T. Well, and that's the whole thing of where, and I'm also from, I'm also from Austin, Texas, y'all. Like, she has to really work at it, which means she's stupid, which is why we hate her and she needs to leave the show. <laughs> I fear, I, I fear. She Puerto Rico. Right. I fear that she was a, a, a powerful enough narrative voice. That she's probably going to be with us for a while. Like I, it, no. I know, I know. Oh, really, I think she has a Candy Ho uh, story. I know, I know that. Donna, yes. All right, but oh but gosh, then, but wow. she is Candy Ho. Yes, she but is Candy, Candy Ho of the season. Candy Ho lasted for what three or four episodes? Like uh, long yeah, enough she lasted to pretty long. Yeah, long enough to. I mean, certainly longer than Tempest. Uh, star, she did say she wanted to make it to Snatch Game. She has some sort of secret thing up her sleeve. Which, what do you think it is? I bet you, Sofia Vergara. <laughs> You know what it is. <laughs> that or Meredith Vieira. Just like old school, just like, you know, I'm Meredith Vieira. Like, yeah. wouldn't it be great if they just weren't funny at all? It's just like, I'm Meredith Vieira. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you see Snatch Game most years, about eight of them are usually not funny at all. <laughs> yeah. There's only usually one or two that actually make it to where you actually laugh at them. Right. So, no, I think, I think she, narratively, I think she'll be around for a little while, but I, I'm not a fan of hers. But then again, uh, as we'll talk about later, I didn't really actually hate anyone this year. So, um, yeah. We should keep the cuckoo count. I will take that responsibility okay. on of where I will right. for, for as long as she's on how many times she says cuckoo. Now, are we doing that just for Drag Race or Drag Race and Untucked? Drag Race and mm. Untucked. All right. I will do. I will go wow. back and I will watch and okay. I will count every time we'll, she says cuckoo. We'll put it up on our website as quasi cuckoo count. And okay. <laughs> we'll just okay. have it over in the right hand column there. We'll have the quasi cuckoo count for those of you who are interested at Pride48.com slash RDRR. We'll just slap it over there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Up next. Dax exclamation point made her best attempt to leave a mark. Oh, I see what you did there. What's up, nerds? Ah! My name is Dax exclamation point, and I am the queen of all nerds. It's Storm. I'm a cosplayer. My look is very inspired by like science fiction and comics, superheroes, strong bad bitches who don't take any crap from anybody else. I now, Daniel, lo- go ahead, Taylor. I, I love her. She, she's definitely in my top three. There's something about her that I really like. I, it, it might be the nerd angle, the cosplay angle, but I, I, I just I enjoy watching her. I, I liked her overall. I, I thought she was very 
you know, I, I kind of place her mid-pack because we didn't really hear a lot from her last night. Like, we heard a lot from certain queens, like Bob the Drag Queen uh, and uh, Thor G. Thor. I mean, we heard a lot of them last night. You know, I feel like I know them a lot better than I know Dax. I, so I'm cautiously optimistic about Dax. I liked her, but uh, I didn't think we got really to see a lot of her last night. Coincidentally, she's, uh, you know, the drag mother to Violet Chachki, last year's winner. Really? And Yeah. And uh, what uh, I think is funny is she's sort of getting a similar. Remember, I think I think for the first couple of episodes we didn't really see much of Violet Chachki. I think that they're laying low because they need to bring up the obvious front runners, and then there's also um, the people who are going to go soon, so they right. need to build up their storylines that were connected to them. And so Dax sort of gets lost in there. Oh yeah, no, no, no absolutely. The only reason that we heard about the how hard it is for a pageant queen last night. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. in, in great detail was because she was going home, right? That was that was our one chance to get to know this whining pageant queen <laughs> was to hear her whining about pageants. Oh, what a great transition! Because up next, Nasha Lopez has something to say to people like you, Daniel. All her naysayers. Hola, <laughs> the beauty is here. My name is Nasha Lopez. I think the most important element of my drag has to be appearance. It sounds so shallow, but my drag is flawless, it's gorgeous, it's stunning, it's gorgeous, it's everything. Did I say it was stunning and gorgeous? Did you see that already? Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm jumping you even asking me, but I feel like I said this a decade ago when Survivor and Amazing Race and all that thing, like on one of my podcasts, I railed against the fact it's like, if you're going to show up on Survivor, you need to know how to make a fucking fire. You should have the day that you got your casting call from Survivor gone out into your backyard with nothing but sticks and some twigs, you know, and some and learned how to make a fire in rain and snow and wind. And what you should just that should be your only prep for Survivor, right, is getting fattened up and going outside and making fire. If you're going to be on RuPaul's Drag Race season eight, you have to know how to make a fucking outfit, right? It's like you need is using a sewing machine is not that hard. Clearly, uh, we found out later that they're allowed to use patterns. So it's like, it's not like they have to like make a, you know, like on Project Runway where they're not allowed to use patterns and stuff. They can bring mm-hmm. pattern books with them and stuff like that. It's like, it was just so annoying that she like, you know, I've never sewed a dress before. It's like, yeah, it, it's, I almost it's wonder I almost wonder if that was said, that little scene that they had at Judges Panel, and I know that we're jumping to the end of the episode when we're just kind of talking about the initial visit, but dovetailing on what he's saying, I almost wonder if that was said similar to the, the only reason you should pull off a wig is if you have another wig on underneath. (laughs) Like, they've they've heard this so many times before on panel, so this was kind of a polite way of telling people for season nine and beyond – fucking know how to make a dress before you come on the show because right. we will we'll 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 send you home yeah it's not well, a surprise th- it's not a surprise anymore there's going to be a sewing challenge yeah. i think in the more in-depth uh uh confessional on untouched she says that she tried four times to get on the show so you're it bitch yeah. you've been four <laughs> years you've seen that i mean they didn't do it last year right. you clearly but, haven't been working on your drag so you might as well <laughs> learn how to sew yeah every year i mean she had four years to learn how to sew and that's where I felt badly. And we'll talk about this at the end. But okay. she she mentioned that she'd spent so much money on dresses to, to go here. So she had all those dresses she bought. And oh, well. Oh, well. We spent too much time on her. She's gone. Let's go. But yeah. but that go, but that Okay, well, wait a minute. Go I ahead. want to say something well. else. But she did the thing that I said she was going to do in the Meet the Queens. What's the first thing out of her mouth other than hola, hola when she walked in? The beauty. Yes. Like, that's her... Yeah, that's her thing. It's always time for a cocktail. Yeah, that that yeah. she she was going to work that in as much as she could over the course of the season. Right. But I feel every queen except for Bomb the Drag Queen has their 
there's always time for a cocktail. And kimchi doesn't really have it, does she? I don't think but, so. Like, I'm going to, but they to all destroy have their, you or something. Yeah, yeah. they have their dumb shit. Anyway, get ready for a burn. Acid Betty is up next in the workroom. No need to adjust your TV sets. This acid trip is all real. Watch out, bitches. Here's Acid Betty from Brooklyn, New York. My drug style is completely over the top. Basically, a drug trip without the drugs. I kind of want to run around. <laughs> the main bullet point of Acid Betty is she's a bitch. That's it. Even Bianca won't fuck with her. That's the tea. Well, go ahead, Taylor. I loved her hair. I was curious how she actually kept that on the top of her head. I, I'm calling this now. At some point, she will win a maxi challenge and RuPaul will say it's time for acid rain. Ah. That will be, that will be the pun that they use when, you know, congratulations, you are the winner of the speech challenge. Okay. Uh, Taylor calling, uh, putting it on the board. He's like Babe Ruth when he pointed to the, where he was going to hit the home run. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, I actually have a, the, the bizarro version of Daniel's love for kimchi. I was a big acid Betty fan from uh, meet the Queens and I felt she was really awful. Like they're, they're, well, maybe who knows what the real deal is, but they're clearly editing her to be the villain. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. I, I liked her a lot better on meet the Queens than I did on this episode. And I'm, I don't hate her, but I don't love her. If that makes any sense. Yeah, she's yeah. being unnecessarily mean because she actually, what's funny is sometimes the mean ones usually are mean because they have something to hide, right. but she's actually really strong. There's no reason for her to be a total cunt. So I don't get it. There Taylor, what were your thoughts on Acid Betty just as a... As a, as a I, I didn't a really like her compared... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I didn't really like her compared to what I saw in Meet the Queens as well. However, I do not think that she is going to be the villain. We're going to be talking about the villain soon oh coming up oh interesting. Yes. Ooh, ooh. And, and much like the reversal thing somebody that i liked and the two of you didn't mm-hmm. i hated and i'm curious what the two of you think as well cool Here we go well, i think he's talking about this because it's a blast from the past when robbie turner enters the workroom oh i i forgot to pull a clip for him oh see what i did there because uh good morning I didn't realize this was happening today. (laughs) My name is Robbie Turner, and I'm the kindest queen you'll ever meet. I'm trying to give old classic Hollywood Rita Hayworth hair, Jean Harlow robe, gorgeous. Is this who you were talking about, Taylor? Yes, yes. I, first of all, she looked like a busted Jean Harlow walking in with that nose and that fucked up grill. That right there was very, that was distracting. Oh, Mm -hmm. And the whole, I think actually she's not trying to be the villain as much as she reminded me of Laganja and that Laganja was just that weird, annoying presence that you couldn't get rid of through most of the season. What are you talking about, mama? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I can't do that weird thing with the top of my. <laughs> so I'm not even going to try. Oh, poor your boy. I feel sorry for your boyfriend. I will stick up for Arya as someone who has uh, teeth that, uh, you know, uh, were stained by tetracycline or whatever. And it's like, I'm very self conscious <laughs> about my teeth. I will stick up for her for her teeth. Right? Not everyone can afford to have perfect dental work or, or whatever. But uh, yeah, I. I would question whether Jean Harlow would actually wear like panties and <laughs> like that in public, but you know, okay. Um, I liked her a lot in Meet the Queens, and I was nonplussed with her last night. I was, 
Uh, you know my thing, right? I'm 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 almost a sapiosexual, right? I I, I really uh, like intelligent people, and you know she did not come across as very intelligent. Yeah, yeah. yeah for what somebody you... that uh, go ahead, no, go ahead, no, Taylor, please. Go for for somebody that one of the things that I liked about her was that she is young, and she, she was ev- well. I, she she I remember her being slightly younger, but oh. younger in that. Well, all right, let me rephrase that. Younger in that she was commenting or she was talking about pop culture references from the sixties and seventies, and that's where she kind of got her look and all that that was kind of where she wanted to go with that oh, as far i remember as that this. comedy yeah because you yeah. were talking about like max was very 20s and 30s and at least right and then she was trying to be very 60s and 70s yeah. she just came off as just weird twinky bitch in a sailor hat and that to me is non-appealing there you go but she does know how to put a bath mat around her midsection right. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get to that outfit but you know in, in terms of the personality she wasn't as as grating to me as acid betty was or thorgy well we'll get to thorgy too <laughs> oh see uh, i thought she was more so than acid betty acid betty was more acid betty was more in the background annoying whereas robbie was up front and center where she's trying to be i'm going to be the sassy bitch sort of thing and that i wasn't all about that Next in the Rook Room is Kim Chi, who proves herself to be one hot pot. I came to chop suey the competition. My name is Kim Chi, and I came here to destroy everyone with my makeup. I'm known for a crazy over-the-top pure anime fantasy. Oh my God. I may come across shy because I'm soft-spoken, but don't come for me because I'll destroy you. Get it? Don't come. Now I listen, a donut. Yeah, I listen to, you know, obviously, as, as uh, for those of you who didn't listen last season, I typically watch the show at a bar with other people around. And that the donut comment did get a, a fair amount of laughter and groan for that. So that's she did. I didn't get it. <laughs> what? I didn't get the joke. Donut come for me. Do you still oh, do it? not? Co- oh, yes. OK. Well, now I get it. OK. Well, her tongue is three times bigger than her fucking mouth. So I can't understand half of what she says anyway. <laughs> But Taylor, she held a donut. I know, I know. And that's why I kind of made a face like, huh? And then I was just like, I don't care enough to just move on. Next one, next one sort of thing. So. In fairness, we are podcasters. We are distracted by donuts. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Except it was a gross, weird donut. green donut. Yeah, it was, it was like, ugly. It was yeah. like a kryptonite donut or something like yeah. that. I, I think I told you before, I did not like kimchi and the Meet the Queens. I was very worried about her, uh, you know, being annoying and, uh, uh, you know, kind of. Anyway, the point is, she completely turned me on. I loved her, and uh, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a kimchi fan. I will say this though: at one point, they asked her like how long she's been. She said she's only been doing drag for like two and a half years. I remember seeing her before that, so I don't know that that's you know what I'm saying. Like she was, she's been on Feast of Fun for I think longer than two and a half years. Like as well, as and also years. to be fair. 10 of them say they're 29. So I don't think. Plus, we're all dealing with a show about the illusion of reality. So I don't think they all know what they're talking about. A little behind the scenes here during Kim Chi's viewing party, she said that the reason the donut was there, someone had brought in donuts for Derek's birthday. And there was a green tea donut that she really wanted. And it was only one. And so she pulled it aside for after after the interview. So she had it sitting right there because she wanted a green tea donut. That's why it was green. Wow. And there you go. There you go. That explains why it looked like Alphaba's butthole. So kimchi, kimchi, just call us. We'll we'll, we'll be happy to play your side of the story. All right. I don't even know either. We never know what you mean either. I don't don't know. Forgy Thor struts in the workroom next to make sure you don't forget her. 
Thorgy with a TH and Orgy, and I feel incredible. My name is Thorgy, and I'm 29 years old. I'm 29 years old. Where did that come from? I'm colorful, I'm fun, and I'm the fashion clown. Woo! O-M, baby Jesus. My drag style is kind of incredibly eclectic. I can be campy, but also I can be, like, fucking fierce. Um, first of all, the reason where did that come from is because what she tells everybody and yeah. how old she is. <laughs> right. Well, and then she changed it to 31. Oh, they changed it to 31 on the screen, which I'm still not buying yeah. that either. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rough uh, looking 31. Thorgy Thor, I, uh, you know, uh, she, I like her overall. I, I, you know, she was a very powerful narrative voice during the episode last night. So it kind of leads me to believe that we're going to, you know, she's going to she's be, gonna around, be around for a while for a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think I liked her. You know, every everyone has their own little annoyances first. But it, like I said, it is so hard when you have twelve people that you only get little clips of people. So I, I'm I'm willing to wait on Thorgy to 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 hope that she's you know going to be one of my favorites. Well, there have also been drag queens who this early on. Well, actually, you know, let me get back to this. When we cover the next person sure. here. Next, Bob the Drag Queen no. serves up the best shot so far of anyone of changing wait, wait, his name wait, wait, to wait. Bob Taylor the didn't Winner. Say, Taylor didn't say anything about Thorgy. I think he was going to say something about Thorgy. Is there another person on the show? Ah, <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs> Taylor, what were your thoughts on Ta- Thorgy Thor? Taylor, did he, I, did he come for you? Is it, did you come for me? Did you just come for me? I came for you. You came for me. Aw. Never mind. Go ahead. Start joke there. Okay, Um, I, I like her. I liked her from the Meet the Queens video. And uh, the thing that I remember most about her, other than she's kind of weird looking, but I, she makes that work for her, is she said, I want this to be fun. When, how often do you get to be on a show like this? And that's my goal is to, and she looked like throughout the entire process, she was having fun and yeah. that's fun to watch. You True. Know, for, yeah, it is. Just like, just like you like watching people have complete breakdowns. Like we're going to apparently see over the next couple of episodes with certain other Britney Spears looking drag queens with her. It's fun to, it's fun to watch her enjoy the process. Right. At least at this point. I agree. Now you I make it. Make, now you make it. you, Joe. I have to you, make this sound fresh now. Next, Bob, the drag queen, uh, serves up the best chance for anyone to, <laughs> yeah, see, it's not but even how it's written. Was, the joke was that she was going to, she should change her name to Bob, the winner. Uh, no, but, but, but read it how you wrote it, though. I mean, that, that's fine. Just go ahead and read it how you wrote it. I'll edit. I'll, don't worry, queen. Joe. I'll edit all this out. It'll sound great. <laughs> Bob the drag queen is up next, serving up the best shot so far. But that doesn't make any sense. What I wrote, Bob the win. Just play the clip. My name is Bob the drag queen, and I am twenty nine years old. My drag is funny. It's irreverent. What you see is what you get. I'm about this who says it all. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm hilarious, beautiful, talented, and humble. How are you? Now, just one more. <laughs> Who's going I, first? I don't know. Go to. I, I didn't get the jumpsuit. I didn't get with the UNT. I assumed it was some play on cunt, but I wasn't sure. I didn't understand it. Yeah, I don't know that I, I got that one either. Again, I was listening, but I was listening in a, in a, in a loud bar, so I didn't hear like every single word. Uh, I, I like What do you go ahead, Taylor? The, what's your thoughts on Bob the Drag Queen, though? I love Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen is is my. I think that she's going to win. I, I would be very at the very least, she's going to be top three. But I think she's going to win. And there's something very Bob. I don't I, there, there's something very Bob there's something very I don't give a fuck I'm here to, you know mm-hmm. just crown me and that that's kind of it but not in a obnoxious putting other people down sort of way right. yeah I think she's very witty and funny in a Bianca Del Rio not a ginger minge kind of a way right it's like right. uh, I think there's a lot of intelligence behind her wit 
Ancient. Absolutely. Very smart. Yeah. Very smart. And yeah. the thing is about, and I don't know if I've talked about this when I, I guessed it on last season for you guys or not, but I didn't like Bianca the first four or five episodes. I really didn't like her. So there was something about her that just stuck in my craw. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until she said to adore, you know, I'll kill you if you tell anybody this, but if you want to borrow my, if you, yeah. if you need help with the waste, I'll help you with that. And then it showed that she was human instead of this, just where we're going to roll our eyes at everything. Everybody else says, right. I could see Bob even f- further going in that direction of where she's going to start helping people and she's going to start, but still also being fierce. Yeah. I think they're, they were, tr- they're trying to set up some kind of maybe rivalry between Bob and who was it that, that didn't like Acid him talking Betty. Acid Betty. Yeah. They're both New York Queens. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I really, really liked Bob. I'm a a fan of Bob, and that's all I got to say. Hi, Bob. You know what? Bob Bob might listen because, you know, Bob listens to RuPaul's uh, podcast. And uh, so then he at least knows what a podcast is. So, hi, Bob. If you're listening, hi, Bob. We love you. Hi, Bob. We should buy an ad on RuPaul's podcast. We should. (laughs) Just just, uh, buy an ad and just talk about how great Bob is. Yeah. Anyway, Bob, uh, Bob the drag queen. I like Bob the drag queen. I'm I'm very close to what Taylor was saying. It, it, everybody though, that's why it wasn't too bad. Everybody was a little much this first episode. You know, he was a little too strong, a little too on, right? But like, yeah. But Bianca, I didn't like Bianca the first couple episodes too. But then when she pulled back, then yeah. I, and I, you can already see. There's no doubt in my mind. It, I would be floored. It would be one of those episodes we have to record as soon as possible if she goes before top three. If she's not in the top three, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely believe that she's in the top three. It's like if I if I had to, you know, if you if you held me to it, which uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about later, so I'll just talk about it then. So go ahead, move on. Okay. Also, she's really good friends with Bianca Del Rio. They do shows together. So if anything, she just knows. You can you can tell she knows how the show works. It's like just hand me the crown already, which could <laughs> which actually could lead to her demise. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, Layla McQueen, you got me on my knees, Layla. Begging darling, leave. <laughs> All right, ladies, let's turn up the juice and see what shakes loose. Uh oh. This is trouble. Don't say Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> I'm Layla McQueen, and I'm 22 years old. Layla is like a hoary, quasi rock star. I don't want to say gothy, but like gothy. <laughs> to hear that? Hear that? Quasi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the first time she used it wrong. <laughs> I have I have a story that it doesn't necessarily involve Daniel, but Daniel will know the point of reference, whereas you won't. Years ago at Trax. Trax was a, a bar Trax in Ybor City in Tampa, Florida. Yes. Yes. I was with a couple of friends of mine and Felicity Lane came out in an outfit similar to what she had on the black and white stripes. And my friend screamed Beetlejuice at her three times. <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments of the 90s. Was Because, of course, I hated Felicity Lane. I was not a big Felicity Lane fan. And then Felicity and, threw that dress away. Uh, Layla found it and, uh, and pressed, wore uh, it 20 years later. Wore it 20 years later. Show. End of story. Yeah, no, Felicity Lane, a, a notorious drag queen in uh, Tampa, Florida. So, Okay, can I make another statement first before anybody else might? <laughs> Go ahead. Sure. Layla McQueen is to Taylor out of drag what trixie mattel was to daniel last year <gasps> oh, so you, I, agree. That, that you agree so my type with the short stocky kind of because when she's got the weird double chin and drag that's not attractive but when you're a boy and you enjoy like you know whataburger just a little bit too much right. and you're still trying to do drag there's something kind of hot about so, that so so you and chi chi and thorgy thor are all of the same mindset there you're gonna have to wrestle through thorgy thor and chi chi for that because weren't they yeah both, there was yeah. a lot i was gonna say that i 
I was like, there's a lot of, because even on Reddit, there's a lot of love for Layla McQueen, which I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it. With, it. I, I don't, well, okay. I don't get it, except that I definitely enjoyed her lip sync. But of course, compared to what she was up against, <laughs> yeah, there was no chance true. she wasn't going to win. But th- th- just out of drag, there's something about her that I was like, well, hello. Yeah. Soccer mom. Soccer hush, mom. Hush, hush, no, we'll talk about that later. Go ahead. I didn't, okay. even, think, I didn't even think her butt was that great. And they were talking about it. Am I wrong? No, well, her butt was weird. Her we butt was kind of weird, but yeah, we have okay. a clip yeah. for that. Fair, fair, All right, fair. You know, yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm a bottom. I don't know. I don't look at other guys' butts. <laughs> Chichi Devane walked in with country drag, and my guess she will soon change her name to Sachet Devane. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> le bon ton roulette. What'd she say? My name is Chichi Devane, and I don't get ready. I stay ready. Hi. My drag is that real. Southern dragged out style of drag. Oh, that was a, that was a hard clip there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I made a reference about not pulling a clip earlier. I just want to point out Joe does all the work. Joe actually pulls all the clips. I don't actually do any of the clips. Oh my god, it was so the early episodes, especially this one. It took me, guys. I worked on this episode. <laughs> yes. I started at eight and I finished at two. Wow. Oh, like a full time because job the pulling time. the clips took hours it because is. it was also a 90 minute episode and the first yeah episode and, you get, and there was yeah. a bunch of little clips which yeah. is it's just as much work as a long clip really all right i'm gonna go on record right now i like chi chi i'm i'm a chi chi fan just, wow it's the first gay guy to say that on this show <laughs> <laughs> no not cuckoo but chi chi no i am i uh i like chi- there's something about chi chi that i just you uh-huh. know she's not as polished as the rest she's uh uh, someone else later in Untucked pointed out her garbage bag dress was amazing though. She like she did a great really job nice. on that. It's yeah. like so a lot I, of detail on the top. Yeah, I someone really, in Reddit though said you had to see it on HD to really notice how good it was. Yeah, I I am pulling for Ch- I I like Chichi. I hope she stays around for a while. Uh, I just I I don't really want her to flat iron her hair anymore, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I like her. Yeah, she's she, a good personality. Chichi is like the Trinity. Uh, Trinity Bonet was that her name? Trinity K Bonet. Trinity K Bonet, or the Monica Beverly Hills, where it's just, we're kind of this sort of beat up, but we don't have a lot of money, but we're trying really hard, and everybody yeah. at first kind of there's ones that are going to make fun of her, and then she's going to be kind of where she's going to have somebody <gasps> like Bob or something kind of doing the whole. Oh my God, she's the Jaden Dior Fierce of uh, season. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> see, I think she's the Stacy Lane Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Stacy Lane Matthews real country too? Yeah. No, I was just talking about how Jaden, like, you know, like made her own clothes and stuff and, you know, didn't have uh, a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Well, like she didn't have like so, thousands of dollars in gowns and stuff. So long she's not the Nicole Page Brooks. Of- <laughs> oh, yeah. And PB. She could be the Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, wait, were we just not just doing three named celebrities? Was that what we were doing? She's the Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> a lot of drag queens have the three names. Finally, Derek Barry walked in the room. Barry Fawcett <laughs> Majors. That would be one. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. It's Derek, bitch. My name is Derek Barry. I'm 32 years old. I may look angelic, but I am not that innocent. I'm a Britney Spears impersonator. I impersonate her six nights a week on the Las Vegas Strip. I would love to believe that I'm the best Britney in the world. That's what people say. Derek! Other than, you know, Britney. Yeah. Yeah. How many, I mean, how many Britney impersonators are there really? I think this is the uh, uh, I don't I don't even know who to there, there was some weird after effect of that clip on my sound card. Uh, I don't know who to compare her to. Whatever he's like, she she seems very delicate. Like she's she does her job well, 
right? Her, you know, on, in, in Vegas, and she clearly does a really good job of, uh, of doing Britain. So I don't know what that noise is. Oh, I'm it's, sorry, it's com- everyone. It's, I'm sorry. I'm getting that. It's coming through the hangouts. Anyway, um, now I've completely lost my thought. But my point is, is that uh, I'm I'm concerned. I think that I don't think she's going to be around for very long. That's what I'm trying to say. She she does seem very fragile. And yeah, think, very fragile. Yeah. Someone came after her. Not even came after her, but just made a statement in Untucked that she just, you know, she completely just like got very defensive. They're they're planting know. the seeds of that storyline. They're yeah. plant. They're definitely planting the seeds of that storyline of where she is very much. If anybody says anything even remotely critical, constructive, or otherwise, she's going to implode because it just means that she's not everything that she thinks she is in her head. Okay. I think one of the things, too, we've taken into consideration is that she started with doing Britney, and that's all she's done. I'm sure she very quickly, because she's pretty young, and she's been doing Britney for a while, just quickly got this. It just went really, really, really fast and became in this Vegas, and she's pampered there, and just doesn't know how to do anything else. I think that's going to be the problem. I think she's just, she's good at doing this one thing. I think, you know, Michelle said, you know, I challenge you to to show us everything but Britney. And Derek had a really good point at the end. It's like, he looks like Britney in makeup. So it doesn't matter really what he does. He's, he's always going to kind of look like Britney because he himself kind of looks like Britney in the face, right? I mean, it's like... But Chad made himself look like Cher and he, he pulled it off. True, yeah. true. But then, as they also pointed out, you know, it's like Chad didn't come in as Cher. Chad never did Cher until uh, match game, Snatch Game, right? Which I think was a smart move. Right. Yeah. In, in this case, Derek Berry immediately came in as Britney, like, you know, whatever. Kind of blew his load right there. He did. The, he shot oh. his wad all over the TV. So. Wow. Wow. Now, I have, a, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. Sure. For, for Daniel. Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. Okay. No, well, I mean, I could ask Joe. I could ask you this, too. But <laughs> I, 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 I figured with the Meet the Queens, sorry, with the Meet the Queens, mm-hmm. Derek looked like he was going to, like, this was the first time that we saw all of them out of drag. Yes. So my thought was that Derek was going to be the cutest one out of all of them. And the one that Daniel would like the most. <laughs> and I'm curious uh, if that if I am correct in that, because I was a little surprised at just what Daniel, what, what Derek looked like out of drag. I'm always surprised what Daniel looks like out of drag as well. But right. Derek in particular, I you know what? I'm going to save this because I see that we have a clip for the de-dragging process coming up. And mm-hmm. uh, is, is that correct, Joe, that we should uh, talk? We about do it? have a clip for the de-dragging. I, I, okay. There is an answer to that. And by the way, I'll just tease that. No, no. That you were wrong. He, I, he was not the one I found to be the cutest. So okay, uh, yeah. he was cute though. I will give him that. He's a very attractive man. Oh, I have one that I think is the cutest. And we'll see if we we'll we'll compare notes later. By the way, just as a technical note, we were, we're having a oh, problem no. on one of our channels. So if you hear some intermittent stat and don't worry about it, we'll we'll get it all under control by next time. So it's not you. It's not you. It's us. It's fine. Go ahead. The ghost of Donna Sugar. That's what it is. It's the ghost of Donna Sugar. With all the queens in place in the workroom, RuPaul made her first appearance on video screen, making, I missed an article there, sorry, making references to several of the show's most famous catchphrases. After the video package was over, RuPaul made his first entrance into the workroom where Ru informed Derek Barry that he was the 100th contestant on the show. After Derek's self-congratulation confessional played, Ru immediately started the competition, officially. Now, are you ready to make history? Yes! Well, guess what? You already have. This is the 100th episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Is that crazy? Now, an occasion such as this demands to be acknowledged on an epic scale. 
So, I've arranged a photo shoot with some extra special guest stars. I hope you're ready for your close-up, because if you get upstaged, this 100th episode could be your last. The stakes are high. Nobody wants to be the first drag queen voted off the island. Oh, snuff out your candle. No. Now, let's go. Ooh. Nice Mommy Dears reference. After the break, we see Nasha Lopez walk into a photo studio only to be surprised by all eight previous winners of RuPaul's Drag Race, dressed to the nines and ready for a photo shoot. <laughs> RuPaul explains the challenge to Nasha Lopez. Now, for your first photo challenge, we are going to take some photographs with the great Matthew Anderson. We're going to find out if you have what it takes to stand amongst greatness. Got it. Going to the challenge, we're looking for that spark of individuality. And we want to see who knows how to get their cream to rise to the top. Now, uh, yeah, I noticed you chose to just gloss over the fact that Bianca Del Rio was not there. It was, in fact, we a circus come clown. To that. Okay, great. We can come to that. Okay. One by one, the contestants enter the workroom and get their shot at taking a photo with the previous winners of RuPaul's Drag Race. Most of it goes pretty smoothly, except for Acid Betty, who chooses to throw shade in her confessional while Violet Chotsky... Provides her own critique of Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls looks really cunty. She has a great ass, great legs, but she does have cliffhangers. You see her toes, like, literally clinging onto the shoe. Boner killer. (laughs) So, Daniel, what did you think of Bianca Del Rio unable to make it to uh, the shoot? I, you know, I don't know why. Uh, Maybe she's on tour or something I know exactly why. Oh, why? Well, it was last summer when she was filming her movie. Oh, okay. Hurricane Bianca. Yeah. I thought it was funny, though. Oh. I, thought, I thought it was very funny. It was like, obviously, you know, they did very little with them, right? They just had them there for a day to, they didn't really talk that much or anything. Uh, I don't think it we... shows you how uh, Photoshop fools me because, you know, remember if Rude took a picture with them, mm-hmm. the same, yeah. and then they just, they just Photoshopped Bianca in there. I never noticed. And it, it, oh, it flew right go. by me. I had noticed in that picture that she seemed to be standing awkwardly and way over to the side, which I thought was <laughs> odd. And now it makes sense if she wasn't in there. Right. They had to cover yeah. up that circus clown. <laughs> so. Uh, what did you, th- so what did you think of the photo shoot contest? What did you think of, uh, was there anything of note that you noticed? I saw that Acid Betty was really, uh, shady towards the queen. She was like, ugh, they have me with these terrible, like, none of them are good drag queens. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, was, was that then, her way of being funny though? Or I don't know. Well, you never know how they cut it. And then remember, uh, Robbie Turner had a thing with Sharon Needles, which again, at Robbie's viewing party, he didn't get into detail, but I guess he has a herstory with Sharon Needles. Oh. Uh, they don't get along. Oh. Well, he's but he, he was like the he and Jinx know each other, right? Robbie and Jinx. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they were yeah, because they came in pretty much looking exactly the same. Right. So no, I think um, it it was. Uh, I liked the photo shoot. I I liked uh, I liked Derek what he did. You know, going and grabbing a chair and then putting it out in front of everyone like that. And do, I mean that's. That's how you do it, right? I mean, that's how you yeah. that's how you become the central figure of a poster. You're the one closest to the camera, and it's like I thought that was very smart of him to do that. That no one else thought to do it, you know, like kimchi running into the back. Basically, you're putting yourself in the background. Then you know, now you're photo bombing, right? It's like there's <laughs> a, a kimchi photo bombing. Uh, you know, Derek uh, going out, and I keep wanting to say Derek Smalls because I just saw Spinal Tap the other day. So, <laughs> so I apologize. Are you okay, Daniel? Are you drunk or high? No, I'm just saying I, I, I almost said Derek Smalls, which is the bass player mm-hmm. from Spinal Tap instead of Derek Barry. Yeah. Anyway, the point mm-hmm. is is that I, I like that That's photo the best. Dax exclamation point would love that joke. I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure she would. 
I loved the idea of the challenge. I loved when they released the picture of all of the queens a couple of weeks ago, all of the winners. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was a very cool idea, and that I liked how they incorporated it into the into the challenge. I thought Thorgy or Thorgy or whatever the fuck her name is, <laughs> Thor's hers of her jumping up was very was a very good one. I thought Derek Barry's was very good. Um, they were the only two that I kind of remember, and Kim Chi, but that's because she looked like a purple <laughs> whatever um, in the background. The rest of them I kind of don't remember. Right, like a Pokemon, like a purple Pokemon. Yeah, I like Bob's uh, serious one, like the old timey photo. It did, and it looked like Bob had everyone laughing with him. Uh, yeah. we, we didn't hear all the jokes, but yeah, it looks like he he definitely had the 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 crowd laughing with him there. So, yeah. Back in the workroom after the challenge, the contestants get out of drag and get their first peek at what the queens look like when they're no longer in drag. One in particular seems to have caught everyone, including Taylor the Latte Boy's eye. <laughs> the de-dragging process is the most exciting for me because I, I want to see what everybody looks like as a boy and fuck everybody is so cute Layla out of drag I want to sleep with I like little shorties like little kind of husky shorties Woo! oh my god that fucking Layla the ass is amazing I, I can't help that I'm, I'm such a top <laughs> a bar- embarrassing uh, one liner aside I actually thought that uh, Chi-Chi was the hottest boy. So. What? I, uh, Derek Barry's a little too small, a little too short for me. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I liked uh, Chi-Chi. As a Chi-Chi Devane. Yeah. Corbin Blue from uh, High School Musical. <laughs> Could be, yes. That's who we look, that's who we look like to me. <laughs> Chi-Chi Devane does? Chi-Chi Devane. That's the yeah. one with the blonde, the black yeah, guy with yeah, the blonde yeah, hair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks like we're all in this together, kind of, from, from the movies. I've never seen High School Musical. Well, neither have I, but I've seen I'm the a, clips of them. I'm a 40-year-old man. <laughs> but, uh, I've never seen them either! Uh-huh. He knew, you, you knew a person named Corbin Blue. <laughs> I knew that because he was on One Life to Live. Oh, wait, that doesn't help my <laughs> argument either. It doesn't really help your argument there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, that's why I thought. Who did you, who did you uh, think? What, I mean, were you going to go with uh, Nasha? Is that your, your favorite? No. No, Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls. Really? Yes, I thought Naomi Smalls was so cute as a boy. He oh. is cute as a boy, but it's it's. Look, there's some sort of magic age with 22 with me. I don't know no. what the fuck it is. My boyfriend's 22. Naomi Smalls is 22. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There you go. I have a thing for 22 year olds. I did. Too thin. Yeah, I too did. Thin. I didn't think there was. Yeah, I agree with you. I didn't think that there was really anyone who was ugly, though. I thought they were all very attractive as men. Yeah, you know. You know. know what it is? There's no one's ugly and no one's hot. Well, that's not there's, true. There's no that's, pearl. There's no pearl. That's not true. Chi Chi. Chi Chi's very oh, hot. Pearl. Pearl. Man. No. Like, oh God. Pearl is up there, man. Pearl Chi 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 is amazingly hot. Just, we're just I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm going to look at the episode again. I don't remember. She didn't. I'm not saying she was ugly. I, I didn't. She didn't strike me as special. Let me just say that okay. she didn't strike me as ugly. I was just. And she doesn't strike uh, Naomi. That was like, oh, Naomi's so cute. Kim, she talks like she's special. She's <laughs> true. <laughs> Donut come for her. <laughs> right. She's funny though. She's funny. There you go. So um, is, is it just me ahead. or does Kim Chi look like Glenn from Walking Dead sometimes too? I don't watch Walking Dead, so I don't know. Well, it's. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure Taylor's that I, full of the references today. Yes, I know. I know. That's that's I can't help it. Look, the Walking just, Dead is a very big show. You get, you get a pass. On that just one. me or is Naomi Smalls look like the woman that did the voice for Gladys in Portal 2? It's just. Uh... <laughs> OK, there are enough people out there that watch Walking Dead. Fuck you. Never mind. Forget is it. it. Me or does Thorgy Thor remind you of uh, Valerie Harper as Rhoda? Oh, she does. <laughs> it does. Totally does. Thorgy yeah. Thora looks like somebody. I can't figure out who it is, but she does look like somebody. 
it, actually, I can tell you who, if, if it, uh, I was thinking about this today, is like, she really honestly looks like, uh, original cast, Saturday Night Live, Rita, um, uh, uh, Gilda, Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner. That's it. Yes. That is it. Gilda Radner. Yes. Thorgy Thor looks very much well, like Well, now Gilda. we know her. We now we know Rosanna, Rosanna, Rosanna Dan is her, her Snatch Game character. There you go. That's Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. You're welcome. If, if Rosanna Rosanna Dana is her Snatch Game character, we have won the show. Because we were already... <laughs> didn't, didn't Taylor make another prediction, too, about Acid Rain? That's going to be... Yeah. Honestly, yeah, honestly, uh, Rosanna Rosanna Dana, I think, is just too arcane. Uh, uh, yeah. Because no one well, What do you mean? Pearl did that ant, big ant. And, which young away. people would know who it was. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Move, move that's forward. That's true. All right. After the break, the contestants are on the main stage where RuPaul delivers the very first runway challenge. For this week's Maxi Challenge, each of you will be assigned a legendary design challenge from a past season. It's your job to take the materials and make them your own. To assign the looks, I'll choose one of your names at random. Oh, that was okay. Yeah. At this point, former contestant Morgan McMichaels comes out and pops a ping pong ball out of her, was it her ass or her <laughs> vagina? I don't even know. What was it? I, it was supposed to be out of her ass, but it was probably a rubber band or something. I mean, yeah. stage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was somebody off stage. You know, that, that, that's sad. Like, you go to film school yeah. and then uh, your, your, your grandma's like, oh, and what are you working on? Well, what'd you do today? I made it, um, I made it I look like a... I worked on a drag queen reality show and shot a ping pong ball that came out of her ass. Oh, I'm glad you're $200,000 in film school debt. All right, great. Right. Um, next, oh wait, that has a random contestant's name on it. That contestant happened to be Robbie Turner. Correct. Next, Rue had several former contestants march out on the runway and demonstrate the looks from some of the previous challenges. Robbie's job was to assign the looks to the different contestants, but in doing so, forgot to choose a challenge for himself. The contestants and their looks were as follows. Nasha Lopez. Do you guys even remember? Like, I have it right here. Yeah. Nasha Lopez did drag on a dime. <laughs> Naomi Smalls did float your boat. Oh, wow. You guys have a good memory. Yeah, Acid Betty Acid, did. Uh, yeah, make, well, can you make, give me Acid Betty? Make that money. I think, I think, I think Cynthia Lee Fontaine did the sugar ball. Was he? Wow. Oh, that's right. Because mm-hmm. Chi Chi did the glitter ball. And oh. Layla McQueen did Rupacopolis now. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Thorgy Thor did the, uh, the face of cakes. Yes. Yeah. And well, I believe gotta... Kim G. Kim G. Kim G. Kim G. Did RuPaul's hair extravaganza? Mm-hmm. Dax, uh-huh. Dax did the uh, Hello Kitty Girl. <laughs> and I think Bob the Drag Queen did Gone with the Window. That was, uh-huh. it was. And then Derek Berry did, uh, I believe it was Britney Spears' Christmas album. <laughs> and, uh-huh. Ro- and Robbie Turner did a horrible job. <laughs> he really did. Although, fun fact that is the same dog from season four. The poodle. Is it really? Yes. I, uh, I wondered that when they brought, I'm like, I wonder if that's the same dog that Sharon had. Yes, I was on the uh, WoW YouTube channel today uh, that I found that in one of uh, John's recap shows. Uh, yeah, so that is the same bitch. So what did, what did you guys think of uh, the, the, con- the, the, of the challenges and the people who got them before we even get into how they did, uh, the way it was done? Any, any thoughts on this segment? I, the one thought that I had was it was supposed to be by random, but they only shot one ping pong ball at RuPaul. Yeah. So is was it? Do you think that was predetermined that she well, was going to be honestly? The one? I don't think anything was written on the ball. I think that they probably drew the name already out of a bag somewhere, and then that was just staging with. I mean, because you know what I'm saying? It's like you didn't okay. see again, the writing on the ball. It was just once kind of again ridiculous. coming from Robbie Turner's viewing party. He hinted very heavily that uh, it wasn't as random as people thought, and that he was sort of assigned who would get what. Oh, oh, 
Okay. Was he he for, and that he didn't forget that oh, that really? was just sort of told to him. Oh, but again, he hinted this. He hinted this. Wow. So maybe, maybe. Oh, no, I don't know. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. But there, yeah, there was. Right. A, I. I. You know. I liked. I. I. I don't remember a lot of these challenges, but I thought they all. You know, did good in their own way. With and it. it was fun seeing older the old seasons drag queens come back. So I. I hope that's a. With them making a big deal about this being the 100th episode, I kind of, and I know that there's always talk that it's going to go away or go to YouTube or something like that. I would like to see that incorporated more through the season of where they bring back previous contestants and that kind of stuff for things. They are definitely the, marketing this uh, tour really hard. So, I mean, they are, yeah. they are definitely cashing in for everything is worth. Back in the workroom, Robbie bitches about his material. Chi-Chi <laughs> comes out of his country. Naomi's float hides her best assets. Bob is excited to have fabric. And Naomi reads Derek for his inability to be anyone else but Britney Spears. Derek Barry is not creative, obviously, because he's impersonating someone else his whole life. He will definitely have the hardest time with this challenge. And I'm, like, stuck on what to do for the top. Uh. Aren't we all, girl? Aren't we all? I feel we covered a lot of this already, but Derek Barry, I mean, that queen's going to have some problems. Well, and especially when you get the whole thing, and I, again, I know I'm jumping ahead, but we talked about it before where Michelle said, you've done the Britney, yeah. we know you can do Britney, do something else. And then RuPaul immediately says, oh, no, I want to see more Britney. Right. That's yeah. definitely sending that weird mixed message like Tyra Banks used to do on Top Model, which she say, you need to smile more. And then the next week when they would smile more, she goes, you just have to stop smiling. Right. That's, yeah. that's kind of that where they're almost setting him up to be mind fucked. Right. And the same thing. Yeah. I mean, Santino was the worst at this, right? Santino would give always the exact opposite advice from some. And then as soon as they followed his advice, he would hate it. So yeah. it was, yeah, it was, it was very like, what the fuck? How are you supposed to like, uh, you know, listen to what they say? See, so. I don't know. I see Derek Barry as a terrible person. And I, I want to see <laughs> not terrible person. Like, I don't mean terrible person, like, like evil, but like, she's already going after people, but I don't even think she's doing it as like, Acid Betty, I think, is doing it as not a strategy, but it's something she's doing intentionally. Whereas I think Derek Barry's just a complete panicked. narcissist. She's oh, panicked. Really? You know, I th- there's panic in her voice when she's when she's doing this, yeah. where she, I think she's realizing that I thought I could just come in here looking like Britney Spears and everybody uh-huh. would ooh and all over me. And suddenly, oh, shit, I'm going to have to do more. And I, I think that there's when she does that, that's a classic move what they were talking about and untalked where immediately people will start to give her criticism or they'll say something and she jumps all over them and i think it was bob said i could say i don't like your address but she hears it as i don't like you right yeah absolutely i i, I totally agree with that read too is but i think a lot of it also is i think she's just really competitive it's like she's unlike the rest of them she's not a queen that does club you know the whole club scene she is on stage and a show in vegas right she's not the headliner i don't believe i think she's in mm-hmm. that that show that with a bunch of the impersonators but for yes, the most part divas you're right yeah she i think she's surrounded yeah frank marino's divas or whatever yeah i think she's surrounded by you know that whole bubble right that whole bubble where it's like you're on stage you're performing right you're on grinder at night there's tourists that are going like oh my god you're so great you're so great you know it's oh, like oh, oh dear god someone's calling someone's Derek calling Barry the is phone. pissed Derek- that we're talking about her and she is calling to read us to filth <laughs> that's Derek Barry's uh lawyer calling right now yeah uh no it's, I just think that she's really competitive I, I think you know this is her this is her career right I mean it's like so it's like she's She's got to fight for that, you know, to be in that show, right? She's not the only Britney Spears impersonator to go to Vegas to want to be in that show, right? So I think she's just really competitive. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. I, I actually think that 
she's just led, led a very charmed drag life. Oh, and I agree with that. She's coming from a, yeah. a place where she's probably very pampered. She's one of the stars of the show, and people are just kissing her ass. And she figured, and she does have. It seems that she does have some sort of degree of fame in the drag world. They were very excited to see her, but it's almost like. That lasts for a couple of minutes, and then there's like, okay, bitch, you're just my competitor now. Right. And I think she she thought there would be a lot more deference to her, and it's not. That's not the case. So, all right. Um, returning to the workroom, Kim Chi seems to be doing just fine. Naomi struggles while Nasha Lopez seems overwhelmed. There's so much stuff that I'm trying not to get overwhelmed, and like I got this and this and this and this and this. I don't do drag on a dime. I don't sew. I'm a pageant girl. I brought so many beautiful garments. I spend money. I just, I don't want to get lost with all the stuff that I got. You know what I mean? There's a fucking piggy bank. A piggy bank. Am I supposed to mount this shit on my head? Make it work, bitch. Make it work. The answer to that question is yes. Put the piggy bank on your fucking head. Yeah. Yep. Well... Yeah, I think, and like I told you, she's probably very bummed. She probably did spend a lot of money. But how did she not know she'd have to do some sort of, it's not just wearing those dresses. It's like. Right. <sighs> just think of how much easier it would have been if she just like knocked the bottom part of the pig off, wore it as a helmet. And like, you know, had stuff. It was a design on a dime, right? Just had like coins falling down to make the dress, right? But I, this is why I don't get, actually. Because I feel this is a thing with the Puerto Rican queens. I feel like this is the constant thing with the Puerto Rican queens. Where I'm like, do you watch the show? They always figure they're going to show up, be fierce, and just win. It's and not. Like, it's not only that, but I mean, like, I can attest. I mean, Taylor also. Like, if you've gone backstage in a drag show before, it's like the queens do their own. You've never been upstairs at tracks, like during the no. Drag show? Oh, okay, uh, but I mean, it's like the queens do their own makeup. They do their own dresses. You know, a lot. Most of the queens sew themselves. They do their own padding. They do a lot of their stuff. So it's like they live in this. A lot of these Puerto Rican queens live in this really weird world. Where it's like, oh, I don't make dresses. Like, wasn't uh, Candy Ho like that too? It's like someone comes in and does my makeup. Someone gives me the yeah. dress to wear. It's just I'm just the person that puts it on and goes out there. Right. It's like I don't know yeah. why that is. But- yeah. But then why do they think they would show up on the show and that would just lead them to victory? Like, in fact, when was the last time that just a straight up fierce fashion queen won? I mean, you can't even think. Like, Raja? Violet. Yeah, Raja. Oh, Violet. Yeah, I guess a little Violet. bit. Violet. Oh, true, 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 true. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, I, I think a lot of it also is um, uh, in the past, we see people that say they can't sew, but they always, we always see it editorially in the process of them overcoming that. Right. So like, like I'm no good at making dresses and then they end up winning the challenge or something like that. So it's like, I don't think they thought it as seriously, you know? So I think that's kind of like why they made this editorial decision of like going, like showing that she didn't make the dress, the judges reading her for it and then heard them kicking her off. Right. It's just kind of like enough of this shit. Like we're, we're tired of that storyline of like, I don't know how to show. I can only use a hot glue gun. Oh girl, you won the challenge. You know, that kind of, yeah. yeah. Rue enters the workroom and walks around visiting each queen. Bob the Drag Queen is super stoked on how hilarious Bob the Drag Queen is. Acid Betty is super stoked on how New York Acid Betty is. While Layla McQueen's visit with Rue didn't seem to make the strongest first impression. Layla McQueen! What's going on, lady? Which challenge did you get? I got the Rupocalypse. Rupocalypse! So, what do you have planned? Um, I was given, like, a few plastic hands and then, like, a shit ton of camouflage. I think camouflage is a disgusting component of human culture. Okay, yeah. Uh, Why is it a disgusting whatever of well, human culture? I, don't, I could see a drag queen not liking camouflage. Meanwhile, Bob the drag queen was just excited that he had fabric. I know. <laughs> Good point. 
He was. He was like, oh my God, I have just fabric. Right. It's ugly, I, but it's fabric. Yeah, I can, good, I can good use point. this and that pattern and make a dress. And there you go. Challenge, challenge accepted. I feel like they were trying to set that meeting up to almost be like the RuPaul Pearl thing of last season. Could be. I could see that. We've got a cute younger queen that is kind of in over her head. And RuPaul's going to do what RuPaul does in every single episode. is stand there and do the hmm. Or make a comment and they play the weird read right. thing. Right. And it, right. Yeah, because in and the it's end. silly music like bum bum. Yeah. Ba-dum, 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 and you're like, oh, you're stupid. With that yeah. little, the little castanet, the little. Yeah. Didn't I send you guys a link to something we were supposed to use in the episode? With oh, that? yeah, you did. I have to find that. Go ahead. Okay. Move along. Well, he finds that uh, it's elimination day, and the girls are struggling to get ready for the runway. Dax burns himself. Kim Tree, Kim Chi throws shade at Bob's clutch, and Nasha lets everyone know that she is not new to winning some contests of her own. I actually do a lot of pageants, and I won this pageant. It's an international pageant. It's called Miss Continental, and it is one of the most prestigious pageants. I've heard of it. Yeah, so I'm a former Miss Continental. That's awesome. Yeah. I hate pageants. It just sucks that pageants get such a bad rap. I owe a whole lot of my work ethic and who I am to pageant experiences. You've given me a different outlook on pageants, but girl, I still hate them. <laughs> Okay, so what do we think now that we know she won some big, huge pageant? Miss Continental. Breakfast. Yeah, (laughs) Miss Lincoln Continental. (laughs) Well, have you ever seen that, uh, is it called, what's the name of that drag queen documentary, The Pageant? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've seen it. It's a a whole weird world. I can see that. I mean, I I don't watch, I haven't watched that, but I I, I had an ex that was like strangely uh, addicted to watching those, uh, you know, beauty pageant shows like for the little girls. I can see them as being kind of the same. It just takes a really specific mentality to do that kind of show, Uh right? Yeah. At at some point, right, you're you're no longer, uh, all you care about is just the the appearance, right? It's like a horse show, right? It's like the horse ceases to be an animal. It's just a, a, you know, it has to look the right way. Its ears have to be pointing the right way. It's like you've broken it down to its component parts. You no longer see a horse. You just see, oh, he's got a jacked up ear or his tail is wrong. So I think a lot of beauty pageants are that way, right? You no longer see the queen. The queen is not important. The important part is that her makeup is exactly right and her teeth are exactly right and the, you know, the, the padding is exactly right. Ironically, one of the stars of pageant is that pork chop woman that was the first one that got let go on the first season. Yeah. So I didn't put it. I didn't put the clip in there because it would be too long. But there is a part where um, Chi Chi is says, you know, I don't like pageants. And she and uh, Nasha's like, oh, did you not win one? Because the girls who don't win usually don't like the pageants. And you're, yeah, so oh, you're such a bitch, man. Oh, my God. So I don't know. I, I was not a big Nasha fan. I think this helped uh, f- just it added Tinder to my uh, flame. All right, here we go. Uh, meanwhile, we learned Derek's drag herstory. Kim Chi gets as emotional as she's ever been, which wasn't very emotional. <laughs> Chi Chi prefers cheap makeup, and Acid Betty reads Bob the Drag Queen. Uh, Bob in his mouth. It's like madness. I love it. Do you really? He's like a talking head. When I'm trying to concentrate, I really don't need like someone trying to like crack one-liners all the time, especially when they're not always funny. Well, he's a comedian, which means I say 300 jokes and four of them are funny. I guess like I'm just used to like getting ready with girls who's just like loud and like you know. See, and I get ready alone. Y'all know we ain't got no insurance. Now sit down. 
Now, before we get into the discussion, I do want to add that as we went into commercial, there was some fake, the fakest drama I've ever seen on the show <laughs> about Chi-Chi's dress falling apart. Yes. But then literally come back and it's just like, oh, it's fine. And that storyline went nowhere. No, it didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, it, she was putting on pants or something, but then her final outfit, she didn't have pants on. It was just Yeah, and she was safe. Yeah. It never well, even came it, up. Isn't it the whole thing? But that's the thing we were talking about with the dress challenges, that there's always one that, and they do this on Project Runway too, where the outfit they're like hot gluing it together at the last minute as they're walking out and you think, oh God, is it going to be, and there's never a problem. You never hear anything else about it again. Yeah. I think that's another example of this. The one thing that I want to talk about with Kim Chi, is it just me or was she putting on a latex face <laughs> for her makeup where it just looked like where she had three different colors, but it was so thick. It was like, she took the skin off of a dead girl and was like she- gluing it to her face. It was, <laughs> that I was distracting. Oh yeah! This. Oh yeah! No, watch, go back and watch that. Go right. watch that scene. Where I mean, it's like where there, it's got ripples in it. Where she's, where it's just so shellacked on. I think, I think, yeah, I think she was trying to make a, a cat's face, right? So she needed to make her face rounder and, and bigger out. And I think that was, yeah, she's. A, I mean, she's a makeup person by profession, right? Isn't she? Because that's she. She hadn't told her mother that she was a drag. Is that clip coming up, or is oh, that? that- it doesn't no, matter if it, all right. So no. yeah, I mean, yeah. her mother knows that she does, you know, that he does makeup and everything. I think that he's like a makeup artist by profession. Like he works at a makeup store or whatever. And so what he was doing there was, you know, I don't know. It's probably a YouTube channel. I could go and look at and see what he was doing. I don't know. Okay. On the runway, the girls strut their stuff. Now I have the list in order. Do we have specific notes on each one or? Ah, there's so many of them. I didn't take notes on them. Uh, did, Are there did, any that stand out to you that you really liked or that you yes. didn't really like? Yes. yes. Okay, go ahead, Daniel. Give us the ones you really liked. Acid Betty, I thought was a me. You know, the, the the dollar bill one was great. I thought that was a an excellent outfit. I really liked the way that that it came together. I liked the the whole look on that thing. Uh, Bob's outfit was cute. Him holding out the purse and everything made me laugh. Uh, uh, those two really kind of stood out to me. I like Kim Cheese, and then I'm just trying to see if anyone else on this list really stuck out to me. No one else really stuck out to me. Those were like the three that really stuck out to me. It was uh, I agree? Yeah. I agree with you. I'm looking at the list right now. I, you know what? Derek Barry got a lot of hatred for. I, I actually <laughs> liked it too. It was, it was cute. cute. I mean, yeah, it was you can't cute. do it every week, but right. it was um, simple though. Oh, it was very simple. Well, yeah. look, but that, that's how I felt. People like Thorgy Thor's. Thorgy Thor looked like she just got one of the dresses she brought. Yeah. And this carried yeah. a cake with her. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was weird which challenges they they chose, right? Because some of those challenges were very, some of them provided much more clothing than the other ones, right? It's like Naomi Smalls had to decorate the float, right? She didn't have to make a dress. She wore one of her dresses underneath, you know, the float. Her her task was to decorate that float. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I will say this as much as I like Dax. I thought that Dax's Hello Kitty outfit was very underwhelming and expected her to, I expected her to be in the bottom three for that because other than the weird little stuffed, Mm -hmm. she had like one Hello Kitty, like up as almost like a lapel pin. Mm -hmm. And then the weird little bow tie thing. Yeah. I I was like, Oh, that's not good. They're going to call her on that. You're a freaking cosplayer. That's like, that's that's your tagline, right? I'm Dax exclamation. I'm a cosplayer. Right. That's yeah. Yeah. she doesn't identify as a drag queen. She identifies as a cosplayer. Here you go, bitch. Hello Kitty is like, how many damn conventions are there? Hello Kitty, you know. Do it. Yeah, I agree with you. Um the one any, any ones that stick out for um as uh, not good, not so good. Oh yeah. Uh the uh, the one that lost. What's her name? Layla. Yeah. Uh, and Robbie oh, no. Turner. No, 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 no. Naisha lost, but Layla was also in the bottom too. Robbie Turner was horrible. Oh, that was then, a, then that Nasha. was actually the worst one. Right. Robbie Turner was the worst outfit. Robbie, Robbie Turner looked like one of those dolls that they used to have in bathrooms in the seventies that used toilet yes. paper. 
like a cozy. Like, that's what that looked like to me. Like a tissue cozy or whatever. Yeah, like exactly. like you jammed a Barbie doll in a roll of toilet paper and yes. do a red magic marker around the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And and she looked past walking down that runway. She just looked annoyed. <laughs> she knew she was fucked. Yeah. No, that was that wasn't that just like a bath mat that she like put a belt on or something. It was just it was very yeah, it was very Marshall. It was fringe. Yeah. All right. So I'm see, I, I apologize. I've gotten my queens wrong. So Nasha was the one that had like the, the half slit that came all the way up that she's never sewed before. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And yeah. you could see her like, yeah. uh, well, I don't know what you call that thing, but you could see her underwear essentially. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, and I actually didn't like, um, and I know it's going to sound like it's super, I, I did not like um, Taylor's boyfriend. What's his name again? Um, Layla. Layla McQueen. Layla like- is not my boyfriend. I just think he's cute out of drag i thought what he got red for that was weird he got red for basically not making a bottom and wearing his own boots right for that outfit but it's like again i'd like to point out uh you know uh, naomi wore her own dress (laughs) it's like yeah yeah there's a very inconsistent i don't get it all right any other thoughts on the runway looks any thirsty wigs (laughs) (laughs) no uh derek uh not derek barry robbie turner's wig was just looked you could just look like it was just it was a shit wig that they just kind of put on top. It didn't have that natural look to it, I thought. And we learned in Untucked that's called a uh, what did they call it? I can't afford the. It was Chichi that was talking about it, but she called them like something. Oh, I can't remember. It was a certain kind of wigs that has some kind of netting up front of it. Oh, lace front, lace, lace front. front. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. During the judges' critiques, they had high praise for Acid Betty's Moneyball look and Kim Chi's hair challenge look. Meanwhile, three of the queens failed to meet expectations. Next up, Nasha Lopez. You're gorgeous. Thank you're you. giving me Eva Longoria, Miss America. Your makeup is stunning. I think, Nasha, you're beautiful. But when you're part of an ensemble photo, you really want to stand out. The dark hair and the dark top, I don't think it works in this picture. I have a pet peeve with seeing undergarments. So when you turn around, I see Illusionette. Give me the full illusion. That big gold piece just makes you look thick. And I just don't think it looks good. This is actually the first garment I've ever made. I don't really sew. I felt like it was wearable, and, and you know, I got the the challenge down. Don't, don't, All right. Don't, don't. Well, thank you very much, Nasha Lopez. Her photo, unfortunately, I think she got lost. And also, don't stand on that stage and tell us it's the first dress you made. I mean, this is not the place you make your first dress. Girl, you make your first dress when you learn that you're going to come on the show, or you make them when your mom's at work and you're in the sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, am I playing them back to back? Uh, that was the first one. That was Nasha, right? Okay, I'm sorry. Now let's talk about that right now. What did we did we agree with the judges' critiques? Oh yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. Taylor, any yes. dis- any disagreement? I think the only thing I want to do is I, I want to learn how to do that eye cock thing that Michelle Visage did, <laughs> where the real quick eye cock. I, I'm going to practice that tomorrow when I'm sitting at my desk at work. What are you talking about? At one point, they flash to Michelle Visage and she does a weird eyebrow oh, cock where it goes yeah, yeah, up yeah, and down yeah. real fast. Yeah, I, and it says it all. It says like, yeah, queen. Also, no. Michelle's makeup was way off this week. Michelle Visage looked really weird. Yeah, I think it's well, she's, she's lost so much weight. Okay. Yes, she she's in a weird. I used to be fat, but well, not fat, but I used to be chubbier, and I'm not as chubby anymore. But when I was chubbier, I was more bavoom. Yeah, and now she's just she's kind of deflated looking. Yeah, I, I don't. Plus the hair with she was always had the huge hair and all that kind of stuff, and now she's got the weird flat ironed parted down the middle. I, I was not necessarily a big fan of how she looked this week. And I, I, really, I like love her. Michelle Visage. Oh. Uh, All right. Next clip. Stop. Robbie Turner. Your photo I loved because you're giving me kind of funny glamour there. You chose 
fur. It's like a fringe. Fringy, kind of carpety yeah. looking stuff. You're literally a blob. We lose all shape, and from the side, it's even worse. And you got to choose your challenge. I actually forgot that I to choose one for myself. I didn't have my 40s dress pattern, but I was trying to figure it out like at the last minute. So it was like a series of misfortunate events. Do you think that you deserve to be in the bottom? Um, no. I think my personality is winning. All right, well, moving on down to Robbie Turner. This look in her photo is probably her go-to look. It's that Carol Lombard yes. meets Carol Burnett, superstar from the 20s. But what we saw today was basic. Yes, she said she forgot to right. choose a category for herself. The dog ate my category. Dingo ate my category. <laughs> Quite honestly, if she put any creativity into that, she could have turned it out. And that's a shame because I like what I saw in the picture. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, any thoughts on Robbie Turner? Uh, not, not other than what they said. I mean, I think we've we've covered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we covered it. We covered, All right, then move on to the last one. one. Move, move Up on. next, Layla McQueen. Hi, Layla. Hey, bitch. I love the shoulder detail. Did you sew that? I sewed the jacket. Yes. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. But I felt like the bottom half was just a cop out. This is a really fun category, I think, to like do like totally like singe. To me, it's just like Winona Judd opened the oven too quickly and got a little like you know burnt on the outside. <laughs> In the picture, we lose you crumpling up into a ball. You're with all these kind of legendary people, and it's almost like your body's saying, I'm not worthy. Do you think that your missteps would warrant you in the bottom? I think I have a lot more to show, and I don't think that I am the least put together. Who do you think is the least put together? I think Naomi. Her look is very plain. Do you agree with that, Naomi? No. (laughs) I try to take something that was from a past season and make it new and fresh. Well, thank you, ladies. I think we've heard of Layla McQueen. She did the most basic bottom half to that. I expect so much more. This is season eight, and the bar has been raised so high. There was just nothing standing out for me. The worst picture of the week, by far. But I find her interesting because she is an artist. That warrants a second chance to me. I will say that picture was awful. Yeah. Awful. It was awful curled up like a little dog uh yeah. the yeah also uh um naomi like these are recycled challenges every single one of you is taking an old challenge and trying to put a fresh pen on it that was the challenge yeah <laughs> yeah that is not an She's acceptable young. comeback to that don't attack my boyfriend daniel <laughs> <laughs> i do like the fact that i know that it's usually later in the season when they when rupaul tries to stir up drama and ask questions who do you think should be in the bottom two i kind of like the fact that she did that in the first episode well she saw him open the window she saw him you open know the window. he opened well he opened the door oh sorry, she, i see what you're saying yes. uh, um layla mcqueen opened the door and said well there's other people here who right. i mean that's great producing on her part going like oh really who yeah, because she knows Untucked's going to be really. Which actually, it it kind of fizzled because if you go on Untucked, Layla yeah. was. I mean, um, Naomi was like, meh. Yeah, she was like, I'm the only one that got asked that question. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that to you. Oh, I'm used to it. See, I'm quoting from Untucked now. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's. Really I, sad. By the way, uh, let's stop here and talk about Untucked. Still good. Untucked oh, was a good episode. Absolutely. Uh, I loved uh you know that they moved it over to youtube i still stand by that that i i think that's great i found out uh, from our canadian friend uh turniped friend of the show turniped uh who filled in one episode last season uh, he mm-hmm. watches it up in canada and uh i guess you know they don't have a logo up there it's on a different channel up there but their untucked is still aired up there so it's like yeah untucked is aired right after 
RuPaul's Drag Race. And also they get it in HD, those bastards. We don't. Well, and the one thing that I think is, well, I guess this might answer that question. Then what you just said is that you can watch Untucked on YouTube yes. for free, mm-hmm. but you can also buy episodes of it on iTunes, which I thought was weird. Why would anybody pay for it? Those were, previous, those were previous seasons, weren't they? No, oh, season oh, eight. You okay. can do season eight Untucked and it's it's like sixteen seventeen dollars right. that's called that's called but, the apple tax because it's people that uh you know just buy into uh apple stuff just would be like uh what's youtube i don't know what that is <laughs> so why not why that not? makes sense why i noticed that the episodes are exactly like 22 minutes and 17 seconds long i was like they don't have commercials but they do have commercials in canada so that's, they have to trim it for those that. damn canadians yeah. uh there you go Go ahead. All right. After the deliberations, the girls returned to the main stage. Kim Chi won the challenge and $3,000, while Naisha, Robbie, and Layla were in the bottom three. After Rue declared Robbie safe, Naisha and Layla were the last two queens standing and forced to do battle in a lip sync for their lives. The song, Applause by Lady Gaga. After the lip sync was over, Rue rendered her final decision. Ladies, I've made my decision. Yeah. Oh, really? Was long. Layla McQueen. Shantae, you stay. You may join the other girls. Nasha Lopez. Out of 100 queens, you are by far one of the most beautiful to grace this stage. Thank you. And I'm sorry to see you go so soon. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to show you everything that I had to offer. Thank you, Ru, oh, for this opportunity. Oh, you did. You did. You Thank did. You. Okay. <laughs> now, sashay away. I'm afraid I couldn't show you all the dresses I bought. Uh, no, you'll do that. All right. Good luck with all these monsters, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was her line. You know, she wrote that. Yeah. I know. No, but great. doesn't Michelle Visage have that show? Yes. Uh, like, yeah. What'd you pack? Yeah. Yeah. What you pack? What you pack? What you pack? Did, did that go up yet? I don't know. I had. I haven't seen it on the logo site, but I didn't go and, and look there today. I just want to say this. It's always sad to be the first contestant off of a show, right? It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you always kind of feel, but someone's got to be first. It, I'm glad uh, that it was Nasha because she has so many job opportunities now. Uh, just from that last, like uh, the University of Florida, like they do the gator growl thing where they teach the crowd how to do oh. the big gator chomp. She's uh, she could get a job there doing that. That guy at the beginning of Untucked that like does the clapping thing to make it go from black and white to color. She could she could come back and oh, do that. Yeah, she could come back and that's do that. True. Back that's very uh, true. She could direct air airplanes on the tarmac, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, with some of those uh, semaphores that she was doing there. She uh, she could also uh, in, be in the navy to like do semaphores to to other ships. And she she could teach second grade. Like the uh, you know the less than and more than sign. <laughs> what the fuck was that dance? <laughs> well, then later, I don't know, is it on Tucked or is it on the show where Cynthia Lee Fontaine says, "Oh, she's known for her dancing." Yeah, oh, I thought that wow. too. That was after on Untucked, because I was like, "What? That no." Here's the here's no. the saddest thing about that dance. You know how they do the voiceovers during the during the the lip sync thing, and you know, so they say something like. Uh, uh, Layla was just turning it out. She was just throwing everything she had. You know, it'd be some queen saying that. The queen mm-hmm. that, that did the, the comment about Nasha was Kim Chi. And with her mush mouth, I couldn't understand the joke that she was making. I think she was actually making a joke about her doing semaphores or whatever. But yeah, I like, think she said she was a soccer, soccer mom. mom. Yeah, She's doing soccer mom claps. Like, come on, guys, right. you can score another goal. But it's like, I can't understand Kim Chi after this. Now, again, I love Kim Chi. But, uh, yeah, work on your diction, honey. Diction. I, I thought that as much as... We talked about Layla, Layla 
whatever the hell her name is. And yes. and I thought that was a great lip sync. I thought that she really got into it and I was I was impressed. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I don't think she'll be around much more than one or two more episodes, but I I was impressed with yeah, as, as far as quasi lip sync goes, that was great. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's absolutely. Are you going to lose interest in the show once she's gone, Taylor? <laughs> no, I, it's not like I'm like beaten off to her while she's on. I just. Whoa! How did it go there? Whoa. <laughs> wow! It's a wow. knee jerk reaction. Um, no, I just she's, and it's not like something where I'm like, or uh, I'm drooling. I just she's of all of the ones. Right. She's out not. Of drag. She's not like you were with Pearl last year, Joe. She's, no, uh, she's, I'm not. I'm not going to be creepy with her oh, like yeah, you were with Pearl. Oh. Okay, speaking of jerking off, do we need to see your hands in the camera? I could. I know. I, know. I was so excited when those per, those pictures of Pearl's penis came out. All right, let's uh, let's get rid of Nasha. Oh, here. sorry. Finally, Nasha left the competition with some final words. I am first to go, and I feel like I didn't let Rue see what I'm all about because there's so much more to me. Rue, I want to thank you for the platform that you have given me because not everyone appreciates it. I yeah. think Ms. for Marquette. that. Miss Marquette, the, the model model treasure of my heart. I wonder if she still has that Marquette. The what hat? That little Marquette. They actually let them leave with it, them. Yeah. I was like, no, no, that was just for show. Yeah. <laughs> so they're expensive though. <laughs> they are. They're like, aren't they like 150 bucks? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh, get Daniel one. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I can, I'll hold it up. I'll I'll say heartfelt things to it when, yeah. you, when you kick me off the show. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, we should, you know what? I'm going to tell Don. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, wait, wait, let's just, we've been, what, oh, let's do our final thoughts in the episode. But before you do the closing of the show, I need to point out, we did have email from the first episode that we need to get to. We also well, need to explain, we need to, okay. And we need to explain where Donna is tonight. And we also, we have uh, a shout out to do. So I'm sorry. So go ahead. All right. So first, uh, ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? I feel better about this season than I do season that I did season season seven. Um, I think the fact that we she was the first one to go home was a pleasant surprise on a couple of different levels. In that one, they didn't just pick a forgettable one to go home, um, and that it kind of shows that things may be different this season enough to where it'll keep my interest. I, I'm I'm here for the ride. Yeah, I agree. I I think last season, at this point last season, I was like hating uh, Jasmine Masters. Mm -hmm. I was hating Ginger Minge. I was hating uh, 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 just I was nonplussed, I would say. I I was nonplussed with Pearl and Violet. And he's like, I thought it was a very low kind of, you know, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Just it's kind of like this year's presidential elections. I don't like any of them, really. None of them really jump out at me as being great. So it's just kind of I kind of felt that way about that season. This season, I... I don't dislike any of them at this point. I kind of like all of them. You know, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. And, and I think it's going to be a great season. So I'm not a big fan of this acid Betty, <laughs> even though she looks great. She does turn out some good looks. She does. But uh, and I, you know, hate, I, I hate since Cynthia Lee Fontaine. I hate her. Oh, so yeah, I've already got is. a couple that I hate, but I just, you know, yeah, I go. agree with Taylor on that one too. You know, um, but uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm as, as excited about uh, the the cast as much. We'll see. It, 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 I always feel that way about the cast, but I will say you can already tell that the challenges and the overall quality of the show is much better now that they fired everyone. Yeah, I, I, I think this is this is the Disneyland band uh, thing, right? What? What? They they fired the entire Disneyland marching band. They uh, did, and then hired a new one. 
uh, because they wanted the marching band to get more active and like go and do things and do the different lands and everything. So the new Disneyland band in California, not Florida, uh, you know, is, is much more active. They do shows like all day long in the different lands and they play themes for all the yeah. different lands where the old one were, you know, the, those were people that had had that job for 40 years. They were, they didn't want to march. They didn't want to. So they like, you know, they had negotiated it down to, they would just stand on main street and just play once a day, you know, as opposed to, you know, so I think, I think firing everyone for that horrible season last year yeah. <laughs> might've, might've made some good. It may have done some good. All right, Daniel, I believe you said we have some email. We do, Joe Batance. Uh, I don't, we didn't even say on the last show where you could send email, but these are people that emailed us from last year. Uh, so we have stalkers is what you're saying. They no. figured out our email, even though we never gave it to them. No, right? we gave it to them last year, but I'm going to give it to people right know. now. Uh, you can email us at rdrr at pride48.com. That is our email address. R-D-R-R, RuPaul Drag Race Recap. R-D-R-R at pride48.com. Uh, we have two, uh, uh, two, three. Oh, we just got a new one in. All right, uh, this one comes oh, wow. in uh, from Mark, uh, from uh, uh, Musing Mark, uh, who wrote to us a lot last year. Uh, Hi, guys. So glad you're back and ready to read these queens for filth. Uh, I think Derek Berry will go far in the competition. She has talent and polish of a Courtney act. She may not win, but I think she'll go far. I've heard great things about Kim Chi for years. Again, see, that that goes to my whole, like, I think she's been around longer than two and a half years. Uh, anyway, I, I've heard great things about Kim Chi for years and then was thoroughly underwhelmed by her Meet the Queens interview. Wake up, girl. And I, like I said, I've totally turned around on her. Um, since she's a Seattle queen, I'm rooting for Robbie Turner, but she's another one that needs to turn up the energy. She's doing classic drag, which I like, but if you're going to be a drag queen, go big or go home. This seems to be a better cast in season seven, but there are still several girls who cannot possibly win. Do you think that when the show is cast, RuPaul knows that half of his girls have no hope of winning? Does he really think that they're all contenders? Or is this a mix of different levels of talent intentional? That's, yes. That's it. Do you think it's intentional? I, I, yeah, I think, I think there's people he knows are not going to go very far. And, I think, uh, but they're there for different reasons. Yeah, I think, I think when they go through it, right, they, they pick some, some lower hanging fruit so that you you know the first couple of episodes can not be so hard <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah kind of give people a chance to grow into to their thing uh we got another email here that comes in from someone who wrote us last year uh luke wrote writes us and says hey all i'm so excited for the new season of rupaul it was so wonderful to see their new episode of rupaul's drag race recap pod la- co- <laughs> he pod wrote cap. that no <laughs> <laughs> I said that podcast last month. You all definitely cheered me up. So I wanted to thank you for that. I was listening to it right after work on my drive home. It was one of those days where I definitely needed it. It was such a good episode. I was laughing through the whole thing. Oh, thank you, Luke. I still haven't seen the first. It was a good episode. It was. I still haven't seen the first episode yet, so I'm not sure how it was. Haven't looked on online for any feedback or anything. So not sure how it was, but I have a good feeling about this season. Oh, he's a trusting one here. I uh, had seen the Meet the Queens. I honestly could not remember anybody except Bob the Drag Queen. He was hilarious. Uh, when you were all going through the list, I had no clue who anybody was because nobody stood out to me like that. Uh, then last week, I was stuck in horrible traffic, so I re-listened to the same podcast episode again. This time, since the traffic was not moving, I pulled up a list of the queens on my phone and their pictures so I could see who you were talking about. So the episode ended up being even better. After looking at who all you were talking about, I recalled that Bob the Drag Queen, of course, Dax, Explanation Point, and Acid Betty. Not too sure why. I like the other two, but they stand out more. We'll see how I feel about them as I end up having any other favorites uh, after I watch episode one. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm babbling on, he said. 
I absolutely love you all. That's the only reason I kept going because I knew he was going to be there. I absolutely love you all. I'm excited to hear you guys uh, feedback after each episode. Donna Sugars was definitely missed in the last episode. Hopefully she's doing great and comes back to the show soon. Take care, Luke. Uh, thank you, Luke. That's not Luke is Miller. But no, it's not Luke Miller. It's, it's not Luke Miller? This is Luke with a Q. So this is a, a, Ooh, a very French, oh, Luke French with a Q. sound. That's, that sounds like a, a queen for season nine would have a name like that. Luke with a Q. <laughs> Luke with a Q. Yes. Thank you so much, Luke. We uh, appreciate that uh, email. If you guys would like to email us, you can. Uh, RDRR at pride48.com. The other two ones are, are things that are business related that are not uh, for the show. Uh, okay. Oh, oh. There was, I didn't know there was business involved. <laughs> yeah. uh, We've been missing out here. This is the website that you sent me, Taylor. This is a, a website called shadebutton.com, which is just a big red button on this website that if you click it, goes. Oh. Yeah, we need that, we need that up. We need that up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should get it up. I, I, got, no, I, 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 I got nothing. Hey, you know um, what? Uh, before we say where Donna Sugars is, I wanted to say this. We, uh, I go to a bar to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I think that is a great thing to do. Uh, it's it's a great group event to go to, uh, and uh, you know to watch it en masse with a bunch of other people. And I'm not mm-hmm. the only one that does it. These things happen all over the country. Uh, in fact, in Toronto at the Black Eagle, there is a night called the Dirty Drag Race uh, that happens. They have a, a drag queen and, and other folks that host the event there. Uh, you can find them. Uh, let's see. Drag Race with your host, Jenna Side, Jacqueline Hyde, and DJ Alfredo. Monday nights, 9 p.m. in Toronto at the Black Eagle uh, and make sure that if you're up in that area that you go and look uh, look for Turniped. Tell him that uh, you said, hey, I, I'm saying that because they, of course, have linked to us off their website. And so for those of you who may have heard about us from the Black Eagle in Toronto, uh, hi, welcome. Uh, and uh, if you have an event local that you would like to uh, give a shout out to, like I go to 168 York Street here in New Haven, Connecticut, uh, if you would like to have a, a shout out, just send us an email and I'll make sure that we can we can shout out to your uh, to your group. So. Oh, look at the, the Black Eagle. And you go to the, where you go, Daniel? I go to 168 York Street, which is a, uh, in the downtown. Blue Pigeon. <laughs> downtown New Haven. <laughs> I, you know what? I just watch it sadly by myself. Wow. I'm in like, in like stretch sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the season. I pre-bought the season pass for iTunes. Because apparently I enjoy the Apple tax, but you know. Oh no no the, this this yeah, show hit the button yes. hit the button no this oh that's right oh I'm sorry you enjoy the what the I enjoy the Apple tax apparently. <laughs> so, but I would like to. I, I'm going to make it a goal one night this season. There's a new um, bar uh, in my area. They closed jo- Georgie's Alibi, um, which is a famous Central oh, Florida. Wow. Yeah, yeah they closed it. And there's a new one like two blocks away because that's the way gay bars are. Excellent. And uh, so I'm going to see if they have a, a viewing party, and I'm going to try to drag my boyfriend there. Get it? Drag? Yeah, no, I was yeah, going to say, I'm going to be soon to be husband. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm actually going to be in Florida uh, on a Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? The night that we record, but I won't be there the night that they air or else I'd say, I'll just go with you. Adam and I will just come and go with you because we'll be down in Florida, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll actually be traveling that Monday. We'll be up in Charleston. Uh, so we're going to find a place in Charleston to go with big fatty. Yes. So that'll be, oh, that'll be great. That sounds good. And that Tuesday, I'm having dinner with you, so that's going to make taping interesting. We'll uh, yeah, talk about that we'll later. talk about it later. We're probably going to move our dinner to Wednesday. And anyway, so okay. uh, so that way that uh, we won't lose two people for recording. Or just, I can just come over. Or I could just come over. <laughs> I could just come over and record it with you, and then no, <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Only because 
I don't have a soundboard. I don't have the right microphone, as we figured out tonight. I will be a blithering Wait, idiot the whole time on. you're there. Here, you know what? Get the shade button. I got ready. it. I'm going to be Daniel. Ready? Uh-huh. Oh, you don't have a mixing board? <laughs> That's an interesting microphone that you have, Taylor. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just... You know, figured, you know, if you want to be on the RuPaul Drag Race recap show, you want to really bring your A game. (laughs) Uh, So where is Donna Sugars tonight, Joe Batanz? Oh, my God. You don't remember? At the library. <laughs> no, she is not. <laughs> no, I would, I'm giving you the, the, the shade. But at oh, the oh, she's over at the library. No, actually. I heard it's open. <laughs> actually, uh, Donna Sugars is in tech rehearsal for a show, uh, and she could not get out of it. And they, they, she wasn't going to be available until midway through this show. But she swears that she will be here next week. So uh, we look forward to the return of uh, Donna Shalala Sugars, the fourth. <laughs> Is it Donna Elizabeth Sugars? Well, that concludes the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap for Season 8. I want to thank my co-hosts, Daniel Brewer and Taylor the Latte Boy. Make sure to visit our website at pride48.com slash rdrr, where you can find all of our contact information, leave us a comment, and find all of our old episodes. So, until next week, for Daniel... What? What? (laughs) <laughs> so for Daniel Brewer, Taylor the Latte Boy, and myself, sashay away until next week. Excellent. Okay, was I crackly through the whole rest of the episode? <laughs> oh God, I am so sorry. I will buy a new microphone. No, you weren't. It cleared up.